This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. If you're just joining us, hot topics on this free-for-all Friday include the election, also mandatory uh, vaccination status for returning employees and uh, the vaccine certificate. It seems to be what everybody wants to talk about. Let's go to Rena in Scarborough. Rena, go ahead. Yes, I'm calling. Hi, Jane. I'm calling regarding Trudeau. To be honest with you, I'm very happy that uh, there's an election, an early election, because I think it's a gift to get rid of Trudeau. Uh, and I'm very upset with how naive and gullible uh, my fellow Canadians seem to be regarding this uh, person, this man. Um, anyway, they need to question their own ethical principles if they are willing to support a proven, unethical, narcissistic dictator who has many traits of, of uh, a sociopath, to be honest with you. Well, that is really, uh, so that I is very strong. This man is equipped. I wouldn't even want him running uh, my company uh, if I owned one, let alone be in charge of a country. He's totally an ill-equipped to run a G7 nation. And- Listen, we, we get we get what you're saying. We got your drift. Uh, I, Rena, I don't think, is the kind of person that you try to have a conversation with about that. Her opinion is definitive. She is not changing her mind, and it is extreme, uh, to say the least. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. Carlos in Markham, welcome to Fight Back. Hello, can you hear me? I sure can. Go ahead. Yes. Um, okay. I just wanted to put give my uh, opinion on uh, being vaccinated and, and all that. Um, I just want to know why is all the negativity against people who are not negative, you know, who are not taking a shot? I mean, it's their choice. I mean, can I ask you a question? Is this a free country or not? It is a free country. Okay. So why are they pushing and mandatory and people are losing their jobs over there? They're going to lose their jobs because they're going to make it mandatory. I mean, they talk about pandemic. You know, there's so many pandemics. You know, alcohol, more people die from alcohol and drugs. Those are pandemics. But that's a can, but that is, I mean, you can, you can make the choice to drink or do drugs or, you know, you know what I mean? Exactly. But, and but, I'm making but, my choice. Yes. But when I'm your, but choice. when your choice affects my freedom, then we have to have a conversation. Like whose, fr- whose freedom is more valuable? If you have, if you got d- double vaccinated, what are you worried about? Well, there, then there you are. You must not feel that it's, it's 100%. No, but Carlos, well, Carlos, we do know that it's not 100 percent. We know that the efficacy of the vaccine is in the low 90s against severe forms of the disease. There are breakthrough cases with the vaccine. It's just that people who get COVID who are double vaccinated don't end up in the hospital. So they're protected against dying from COVID. I just I know I don't uh, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, if people are so concerned about People who are double vaccinated are so concerned about people. I mean, these are 
just go about your life. Let the other people live their lives. But they're, I mean, li- but they're living life. their lives and possibly leading to deaths of other people as a result of not getting vaccinated. I don't vaccinated. believe that for a minute, not for a minute. Well, they, any, the any of the... Agenda. The government has an agenda. Oh, okay. Well, Carlos, any of the scientific and medical experts that we've had on Fight Back would tell you otherwise. Um, and it sounds... All right. And there's other doctors and other experts that tell you that what I'm believing. Oh, I haven't. I don't know about these doctors. Um, and I, I, I am going to let you go. I do appreciate your opinion. It is your viewpoint. Um, but you're wrong. toll-free 1-866-744-740. And it's not very often that I tell somebody that they're wrong because we all have our own opinions. But truly, this whole excuse of it's a free country, when your freedom affects somebody else or potentially your freedom leads to the death of other people or yourself, I think we need to question uh, how we think about freedom. Let's go back to the phones. We've got 11 minutes to go here on this Free For All Friday. Uh, Bo in Etobicoke, you're up next. Yes, Jane. Uh, just I want to talk a couple of things. Um, election. I already decided... Five years ago, I'm not voting for liberals. I never vote for liberals. And second, uh, leadership of of uh, Ford. I don't know what kind of a leadership he shows. Maybe to the to the food table first, but he is no leader. So, and, so and you're you you're not uh, so. Uh, are you a partisan individual? Are you a new Democrat based on uh, you don't like Doug Ford and you don't like Justin Trudeau? I I I vote whoever makes sense. Okay, and they, do you... they don't make sense. Ford is lying, so so he's telling untruth or a two face. Same thing with the with the Justin Trudeau. I cannot stand people when they say one thing, then then they've been confronted, then they change their mind. Like that's a lie. Like how these people they get into politics. Like, there's no screw for politics. So you don't, you you feel, you feel that we're lacking leadership at both the provincial and federal Uh, leadership. Absolutely. Now, I vote for Ford, and I was okay with him till last year, this time, when they were expecting the second wave of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of COVID, yeah. COVID-19. Yeah. And and fine for the first time, nobody knew it, and he didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, where is he? He has, n- he has not uh, made a public appearance in weeks, and uh, this has a lot I of people you, concerned. I yeah. tell you, Jane, when he stopped making a public opinion, when in, in March of this year, when we had 3,000 people infected and he let businesses to open, and then he lied. He said, oh, all my doctors, they said to open. Then the doctors, three, four days after that, they had a written thing. No, no, we told them to close. What you call a person like that? Okay, Bo, we, we got your drift. Um, thank you for calling in. It's, uh, it's, it's frustrating for a lot of people. And, you know, Doug Ford, uh, he's been getting a lot of advice. Uh, he's certainly been encouraged by many organizations uh, to come out with a policy for mandatory vaccination, vaccine certificates. Uh, yes, there's a lot of criticism that he opened when he shouldn't have opened. It caused longer lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, you know, and we're a year away from, well, less than a year away, 10 months away from the provincial elections. So you wonder how long the memories of Ontario voters will be come 10 months from now. But uh, yes, there is a lot of displeasure out there and uh, the feeling that Doug Ford did not provide the real leadership uh, based on the science and the advice that he was given that he could have uh, have done. 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. Brenda in East York, go ahead. Yes, I, I, I agree with you that there should be mandatory vaccinations. I live in an apartment building. How do I know who has been vaccinated or not? I have. And they're putting everybody's life in danger. And if they don't want to comply, then they should be forced to get it or move out. Well, that's an interesting point. Um, What have you been told by the people that own your building? Is there any kind of signage? or signage all over the place that you must wear a mask in in, uh, closed areas, laundry room, lobbies, the elevators. There's been a few that come on with no mask, so I get off. Yes. And, you know, this, is, this isn't a joke. It's a real disease, and these people think that uh, it's not going to happen. We'll never get rid of it. Something's got to be done, and Ford has got to show up. Right. We need a vaccine policy. We, you're absolutely right. And and you bring up an excellent point. When people are living uh, in multiple unit situations and you don't know if your neighbor has been double vaxxed or not, well, should they be? Uh, and, and if they should be, then where is the policy and how will that policy be seen through to ensure that uh, people who are living together uh, in a building with multiple units are all vaccinated. I mean, that's a tough one. This is this is not easy to navigate, but certainly we do need the leadership. Uh, even Mayor Tory said this morning, uh, you know, the good people of this province are, are waiting for any kind of guidance to know how they're supposed to show proof of vaccination other than this forgeable receipt uh, that we get from the Ministry of Health. So uh, it seems like John Tory is also getting frustrated. We've heard frustration from from Mayor Bonnie Crombie as well, uh, from Mayor Brown in Brampton, the GTA mayors, they are looking for some provincial guidance moving forward on these issues. Let's go to Fran in Mississauga. Fran, go ahead. Oh, hi. Just a comment to Carlos, if he's listening. Um, I know a friend uh, who was doubly vaccinated and was out with other friends, but one of them did not tell them that he was not vaccinated. And he actually spread the COVID virus to them. Mm-hmm. And 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 what? How did they? How did the virus manifest itself in those people? Well, it was light uh, because they were young, but uh, they still had to. Uh, you know, they weren't feeling that great with headaches and etc. Well, right, and yeah, and you don't know. Like it could have been a severe form of the disease as well. Fran, you know, it was really nice of you to call in with that example because I am sort of feeling bad for telling him he was wrong. But I, I, honestly, I mean, there is no scientist or public health expert out there that would say uh, that you know that the unvaccinated should stay unvaccinated because that is their right to do so. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody would say that. Yeah. Okay, Fran, have a nice weekend. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Jamie in Stratford. Jamie, go ahead. Hi, yeah. I just wanted to uh, first kind of weigh in on your comment. I know you said that guy was wrong, and I kind of agree with you that he had a strong opinion, but 
if you change the channel on the news to a, a news company that isn't biased or funded by the left, you will find an abundance of different doctors and independent health professionals that will agree with that man. Well, that it's more of a philosophical or political d- discussion or debate at that point, though, isn't it? No, it is 100% not. What no, but what your doctor better than my doctor? No, but what Carlos was not- saying, Carlos was basing it on freedom. He wasn't basing it on the fact that if you're unvaccinated, you potentially could spread the virus and potentially you could cause deaths. Right. So that's a philosophical argument. It's not a scientific argument. So his argument, yes. Right. So on, on that, on that, I can agree with you. But there are very many doctors and medical professionals that would tell you that you don't need to be vaccinated to live a good, strong, healthy life. Well, I, I and the vaccine, vaccinated uh, people are also carrying disease and spreading the disease. This is a this is a moot point. Jamie, thank you for your call. Uh, Unfortunately, that is all conspiracy theory. That is all the falsehoods that we're seeing on social media. That kind of opinion. It's it's just uh, we've interviewed far too many experts here on this show over the course of eighteen months. None of whom would ever agree with that kind of sentiment. So. And we have had a lot of experts on this show uh, since the pandemic began. I've got time maybe for one more call, maybe two. We'll see. Let's go to Suzanne in Toronto. Go ahead. Hi. Yes, I actually have I have a kind of a radical request. I, I really don't think that that should even be a topic anymore. And I'll tell you why. The vaccines, I agree with getting them to- totally. But... It's, it's, you know, somebody's going to say one thing and then another person, like, is going to come up with stupidity, like I've just heard from the guy who just called. So, what is the, you know, what is the point of even debating it? The ones who don't want to get it aren't. The ones who want to get it will. But you don't, you, you think it's just, you should just give up on those people and not try to motivate them or? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do because I know I, I, it's impossible. They are not, the only time they'll, they'll, you know, come to their senses is when, God forbid, they get it. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just incredibly, yeah, hopeless. That's how I Suzanne, I'm going to let you be the last word on that because uh, sadly, I do think that that you are right that there yeah. is there is no convincing them and no. there's just too much no. misinformation out there. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Thank you. Have you have a great weekend, too. Uh, and I send that out to all of you as well. Have have a wonderful weekend. Uh, I'll be back on the morning Zoom with Sam and Jane on Monday morning and then again in for Libby. Lucky me. Libby's uh, vacation continues for a few more days. And truly, it is a pleasure to be with you every day on Fight Back. Bob Comsick in the news coming up next. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Sitting in for Libby Snymer... 
Here is Jane Brown. If you missed any of Fight Back this past week, just a reminder, I host two shows on the weekend here at Zoomer Radio, the best of Fight Back, Saturdays and Sundays at 1230. So I invite you to join me for that. Let's get back to the phones. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Teresa in Toronto, you start uh, this next segment. Go ahead. Yes, um, my concern is the love affair of the media with the two pretty boys, Trudeau and Jagan Singh. Trudeau, who gave $10 million to a convicted terrorist whose parents, after he was born here in Canada, went to Pakistan to fight with the Al-Qaeda and then moved to the Middle East, where, there, where he killed the American soldier and blinded the other one. But at the same time, the Prime Minister gleefully suspended Admiral Norman, from his duties. Okay, I thank you, Teresa. I do appreciate your call. That deal with Omar Khadr was actually done under Stephen Harper, so uh, Trudeau had to follow through with it. It was a Canadian decision. It, it's part of the way we treat Canadians. It upset a lot of people that he got that kind of a settlement. Um, but uh, that is what we decided to do as a country, and uh, it's interesting that people still remember that. I mean, it wasn't so long ago, but uh, that was a decision made under the previous government. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Patricia, who's calling us hands-free on the 404, go ahead. I am definitely hands-free. Always enjoy you being on the air, Jane. Thank you. Thank you. What's the traffic like, Patricia? I just told your guy, it's really busy going south on the 404 and going west on the 401. I came from the Allen across the 401 going east. It was really clear. Coming up north on the 404 was clear. But God help the uh, people going south and, and west traffic totally jammed. Oh, wow. Okay. And plus, it's a lot of people heading up to the cottages, so it's going to start to get very busy, uh, likely in the next hour or so. So what's on your mind in the news? Uh, Well, I'm not happy that Trudeau called the election. I never voted for him, although back in the day, in the 70s, I did vote for his father in the 60s, 70s. I'm a senior. And uh, he was always a flake. I lived in Vancouver, knew of his reputation, and would he was a pup. I would never trust him. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to vote. Uh, I think it's going to be conservative. Unfortunately, in my opinion, the brightest one is the leader of the Green Party. It's unfortunate what she leads. And uh, so, and I really do feel that we have to do something about this COVID situation. I, I am double vaxxed. I know people who are not. I have nothing to do with them. I mean, I'm still friendly, but I don't have anything to do with them because I'm not going to put myself or my grandchildren at risk and my daughter is a cancer survivor so i don't want to be near anybody who could possibly possibly um put her in a position of of, uh this horrible virus yes and lastly which i haven't heard much about is this whole thing about the optometrists and getting some more money in the banks for them it's it's really really terrible that uh we are not uh uh, addressing that more because we're going to end up without um, coverage. Right. Well, the and negotiations the negotiations are continuing uh, to try yeah, to get they're that. They're not getting anywhere as far as I understand. And I know a few optometrists. Uh-huh. 
And uh, they are very frustrated. What is it, 20, 30 years that they haven't had an increase? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so and, anyway, that's, those are my comments. I mean, I got lots more political views and stuff like that. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate all of your viewpoints. And uh, if you do want more information on the optometrists and their negotiations with the Ford government, go to carp.ca. Uh, Patricia, thanks for calling in. And thank you for being there. Safe. Have a good day, everybody. Stay safe. You too. Let's go to, uh, where will we go? Rachel in Brampton, you want to talk about the election as well. Uh, yes, thank you uh, for taking from my call. I'm, I'm just saying uh, we shouldn't blame everything on Trudeau. I mean, everybody who's calling or, or the other media is like, why he's calling? Like, I mean, I cannot decide why he called, really. Like, uh, you have a mandate and you want to pass. Um, some of these things, and he need a majority. And we can't blame the Afghanistan on Trudeau, really. Like I, I hear everything is like I'm. I'm just saying, I'm not blaming him for anything. Like really, like uh, you know, it's the way it is. That's all. Thank well, you. Okay, thanks for calling in, Rachel. Uh, so some of you feel okay with Justin Trudeau calling the election at this time, and clearly you're planning to vote liberal and hoping for a liberal re-election and sounds like hoping for a majority so he can get on with his mandate. The irony of that is that the NDP leader, Jagmeet Singh, says he would have continued to support the liberals and, in fact, made the policies and the mandate more progressive uh, uh, had they continued on with the minority government. So to say he's not able to pass the legislation, Jagmeet Singh would say otherwise, and certainly the way he was behaving in Parliament um, would show that uh, he's being truthful for that, because a lot of what was passed in Parliament during, during the pandemic was as a result of the New Democrats backing the Liberals. It's Free For All Friday here on Zoomer Radio. Let me give you the numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Bill in Toronto, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Jane. I get so enthralled uh, listening to the callers that call in, I actually end up forgetting why I phoned in. (laughs) Well, that's good. I'm glad it's entertaining as well as informative. (laughs) Well, you're doing a great job. But uh, the one thing about Cotter, you may be technically right, but Trudeau could have put it through the courts and they may not have had to pay anything. So Trudeau bent over on that one. Okay, and what uh, else did you want to say? Censorship. So Gilbo's bringing in that C10 and there's another one, Internet, you know, the whole nine yards of it. Well, isn't it funny how they all whined this week when Freeland got tagged for misleading information? Mm Mm-hmm. And what, and, uh, what did you think about that when they edited that clip of Aaron O'Toole to make it seem like he was not in favor of universal health care? Well, actually, I, I did a fair bit of research uh, into that. And basically what the liberals, they basically lied. They're, they're liars. And if you listen to when they doubled down and they tripled down on it, they basically just lie after lie after lie. But they've gotten a lot away with it for so long, you know. But the funny thing is, I got booted off uh, Facebook for commenting on uh, uh, McKenna, Catherine McKenna. Yes. Um, she went on and uh, she had, uh, it was National Dog Day or whatever, or two couple days ago. This is, the, this is the environment minister. She's not running for re-election. Oh, I know. But she went on. Um, celebrating, uh, wishing everybody a happy National Dog Day. Right. And I, I actually, I thought it was a joke. This woman that eats dogs, she went on there 
And you know what? I went in on Bill, I got to let you go. That's not cool what you just said, okay? I was with you all the way up until there. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Sometimes our regulars are a bit misbehaved. (laughs) Uh, Back to the phones now. Let's go to Melanie in High Park. Melanie, I think I spoke to you earlier this week. What's on your mind today? No, I'm not the same Melanie. Oh, you're not the same. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm Melanie from High Park from... (laughs) No, from across the pond. Um, I'm extremely, extremely concerned how other issues that concern uh, the citizens of this country are not even on the back burner of our politicians. For example, justice issues. Uh, For example, the way the black community is being treated, the abuse by police, the police that are being ignored who are having post-traumatic stress, who are still on the job, which could be contributing to the uh, mismanagement of how they treat people. But the other thing is, I would like to see the black uniforms of police totally removed. It's a very, very intimidating thing to do. We need to totally revamp the way that policing is done, because the good police officers need to come in and stand up for true justice. We're wasting so much money on arresting people falsely, and then it gets thrown out of court, or there is not enough evidence, or the evidence is manufactured just to get points for police arrest. We could save billions of dollars there and put good policing in. I I really, truly believe there's something horribly wrong. We were so concerned with justice issues across the pond, but we don't care what's going on here. We've got other issues that are gone that we need to take care of. Please don't distract us with other things. And also my point of view coming from Eastern Europe is that in Afghanistan, from what I've heard from people from Russia who were in the army, and they said that the people there do not, do not want to form an army that will go against the Taliban. They do not want to because they change uniforms. One week they'll be in one uniform, and then when the Taliban comes in, they're in another uniform, and they could have been in ISIS. So that country needs to stand up on its own two feet and fight injustice. All right, Melanie, thank you for your opinions. That's what Free For All Friday is all about. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Lisa in Toronto. Lisa, what's on your mind? Hi there, Jane. Hope you're doing well. I am. Thank you. I hope the, the same for you. Go ahead. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, the reason I'm calling, I'm, uh, it's a different topic. It's about the medical exemption that uh, people are talking about when it comes to uh, the vaccinations. I'm double vaxxed. I'm a senior citizen, and I respect the physical distancing. Um, I'm very respectful. I get out of the way for other people. I don't expect them to do the same for me. But Over and over again, I'm being confronted with very abusive, very nasty attitudes. Uh, When you, I tried to walk into a store the other day to buy some lunch. There's a guy in there putting a bandana on his head, no mask on. So I just stood outside the store waiting. He actually opened up the door and he said, what's your problem? I said, I'm waiting for you to leave so I can come in. Mm -hmm. And he says, I have a medical exemption. I said, really, you look pretty healthy to me, but... You know, there's no, we're talking about passports for vaccinations. What about these medical exemptions when people are professing that they have a medical exemption? You don't know. I mean, you don't want to be policing people, but you also don't want to be putting yourself at risk. This guy was ugly. I mean, ugly with me. I'm a senior citizen. I got this young buck 
talking to me like I'm garbage, like I'm a nothing. Well, no, and you bring up a great point, because uh, if we do go down the path of a provincial vaccine certificate, which at this point does not appear likely, um, but there, what about the people that have medical exemptions? Uh, right. There needs, you're right, there needs to be some sort of proof. Does that mean that somebody has to walk around with a doctor's note, which obviously could be forged? I mean, there are so many different, uh, there are so many different loopholes in all of this. It's, um, it is going to be very interesting to see how it plays out and how we are going to make sure that people are vaccinated before they go back to work, before they go to see the Blue Jays or the Argos or go to see a production. Um, you know, or we want to walk into to a restaurant and, and pick yeah. up food with a mask on. I wear my mask as much for you as I do for me. hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I mean, I live in Kensington Market. And let me tell you, you don't want to come down here on a weekend if you're somebody like me. I stay home because there's so many people, half of them not wearing masks, nobody physically distancing, nobody really getting it. And, and of course, if you say anything to someone who's not wearing a mask when you want to go in somewhere, and, and the, the proprietors, they're afraid to say anything to the customer because they don't want to end up in a conflict or a confrontation. The other day, that's what happened. The other day I said to this kid, I said, you just cost him my business, and you're just a customer like me. Mm-hmm. I said, who, who do you think you are? Yeah. This guy was so ugly and so disrespectful, and I'm finding that over and over and over again. All right, I, Lisa. I just wanted to put that out there because I'm sure I'm not alone. Okay, thank you for your call. Really appreciate it, and uh, continue to stay safe. Thank you. Uh, it's Free For All Friday, Jane, for Libby. Let's go to Barry in Oshawa for something completely different. Barry, go ahead. Good afternoon, Jane. How you doing? I'm fine, thanks. What's on your mind today? Um, first of all, I was curious. The Melanie, she said she was calling from across the pond. Well, you have international listeners. and uh, I think uh, she met across Grenadier Pond in High Park. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what she meant. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe, wow, you really have a lot of listeners all over the world, huh? Um, well... Um, I'm much better than I was yesterday because it's cooler, which segues into what I want to talk about. The only good thing I think about this early election you know, is it gives a chance to do something sooner than later about the environment. It gives us a chance, which is responsible for all these forest fires, floods, etc. The only party that I think is really taking it seriously as it should is the Green Party. We've really got to take this a lot more seriously than we are. Otherwise, we're in for real trouble. Something isn't done now, not years from now. But right now, and for the people who say the economy is the most important thing, well, not doing something about the environment is really going to cost us a lot of money. Right. Without the environment, we have nothing, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Well, what about the economy? Well, um, you might have a job, but your your house might be floating away like in New Brunswick about five years ago. Yeah, no, climate change is real. It's been proven. It is a scientific, there is scientific evidence. Uh, The fact that we're still disputing that when we're seeing the global temperature continue to uh, go up every year when we're seeing the ice melt at the top and the bottom of the earth. I mean, there's every indication that climate change is well underway. Exactly. Yes. And the thing is that um, people think, all these forest fires, wow, it's unusual, but it won't happen again. Well, we don't do something real quick. It's going to be the norm instead of the the, uh, uh, 
the um, thing that happens once in a while. All right, Barry, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, Have a nice weekend. We'll take a couple more calls here before we go to break. We're on till the top of the hour, one o'clock here on Zoomer Radio. Jane for Livy, she's on vacation. It's always nice spending time with you at this time of the day. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. Dino in Toronto, go ahead. Hi, Jane. This is the first time I'm talking to you. First time? The bell yeah. for you. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, anyways, uh, I'd like to make a comment on the pandemic, uh, what's going on. I think it's gone far enough. I believe that the uh, federal government should uh, empower all employers, big or small, including the government, to uh, to basically make uh, vaccination mandatory. And if, if, if somebody does not want to get uh, vaccinated, then uh, they have to look for someplace else to work. So, Dino, that was uh, the policy that was announced just before uh, Justin Trudeau called an election. He said that federal workers and workers in federally regulated industries would be mandated to have both doses of vaccine. Does that mean you're voting liberal? Uh, no, I haven't decided yet, but... Uh, but I'm talking about not just the government. All employers, big and small, should have the authority without any fears of getting sued to tell the employees, hey, we need to get back to our normal life. So you need to get mentored. If you don't want to, then... Uh you could do something else. Well, exactly. And we're seeing that. And thank you for your call. We're seeing that more and more across the board, various industries. Um, we're seeing it with municipalities as well, the city of Toronto, the city of Mississauga, that uh, mandatory vaccination will be a condition of employment. And we're even hearing about the repercussions, the consequences, if these employees of these organizations, if they decide not to get vaccinated, they're being told now that you don't have your double vaccination status by, say, the middle of October or the end of October. Uh, sometimes it's uh, is as soon as the middle of September. Then you'll be put on an unpaid leave of absence. You might lose your job. I think the consequences need to be spelled out way in advance. And I certainly think that employers can can choose their own policies. I mean, given that uh, the Ford government is giving no direction, like literally no guidance whatsoever, to they're they're leaving it up to individual employers, individual organizations to bring in their own vaccine policies, and uh, refusing so far to give out these provincial vaccine certificates to have that done. So, based on having absolutely no guidance, I, I agree. Employers should be able to do uh, institute. The, the vaccine policies that they wish so that they can protect uh, their workers, the workers who have done the right thing and gotten vaccinated. Okay, we need to take a quick break and then we're back with more of your phone calls on Free For All Friday, 416-360-0740 or one 740 You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Sitting in for Libby Snymer... 
Here is Jane Brown. Libby is enjoying her summer vacation, and today it is your show anyway. You just need me here as the moderator and to go between phone calls to talk about the hot news stories of the week and your opinions on the hot news stories and the issues that uh, have really gotten us talking this week on Fight Back. 416-360-0740. Toll-free, 1-866-740. 4740. I have to say, I really enjoyed your personal stories yesterday on the empathy or lack of empathy you have for the unvaccinated. What is it going to take to get the remaining 18% of eligible people to begin getting their shots? It is an impressive vaccination rate that we have here in the province of Ontario, 82% with at least one dose, 75% with two doses. But it's not enough for herd immunity against the Delta variant. What is going to motivate the unvaccinated to get vaccinated and how, as individuals, can we help them understand that that is the right way to go so we can get rid of this pandemic and get back to our normal life? We can talk about that if you want. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Interesting, on the campaign trail this morning, Justin Trudeau offered to pay the provinces a billion dollars to develop vaccine certificate programs. He congratulated Premier Horgan of British Columbia Columbia and Premier Legault of Quebec for stepping up and getting that started and asked Premier Ford to step up and do the right thing for Ontario. So far, the Premier has said, I'm not doing that. Don't want to split society. And besides, you've got the email receipt from the Ministry of Health after you got vaccinated, which you can show as proof of vaccination. And if you want to talk about Afghanistan and uh, the dismal situation, the dire situation there, we can do that as well. 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. We'll start with Marilyn in St. Catharines. Welcome to Fight Back, Marilyn. Hello. I just wanted to say about Trudeau, I figured it out. He doesn't want elected. He can't handle the crap anymore that he's created. And that's the answer to why we're having an election now. You think He'll that be surprised that we vote him back in? There is no way, Marilyn, that he called an election so he could lose it. Sure, he did <laughs> because he's failing tremendously. And then we're in another pickle. Why would he ever call it in the first place? Well, I mean, he's concerned about Canadians. He is a young person, relatively. He's 49. He's at the height of his political career. Uh, You know, he has lots of energy, lots of passion, whether you agree with him or not, in terms of calling the election and what he's done. But I certainly don't think he called the election so he could be voted out. Uh, If you agree with Marilyn or disagree, um, please call in. Uh, That's what this show is all about. It's for you. 416-360. 0740-1866-744-740. That is the first time I've heard that uh, line of thinking for why Trudeau called uh, an election. Fred in Oakville, go ahead. You're on Fight Back. Hi, Jay. Thanks for taking my call. I just want to ask, uh, when is someone from the government going to step up and call out the oil companies for the price gouging, price fixing collusion that they are engaging in? Name me another industry where once or twice a week, 
all the competitors can get together and agree to raise or lower the retail price of their product, then announce it to the media. It's outrageous and has got to be illegal. I can only surmise that the government is afraid to go up against the powerful big oil lobby. Thanks for allowing me to vent, and hopefully this will turn more people to thinking about owning an electric vehicle. It seems that's the only way to fight back. Thank you, Fred. Actually, I just bought a hybrid myself, not a fully electric vehicle, but it is making a bit of a difference. Uh, My gas bills are definitely down. Mind you, I'm paying for a brand new car, so (laughs) that'll take me a while to pay off. But uh, that was my thought this time. I I do want to get a hybrid. You don't have to plug it in. You don't need a garage. Uh, it, uh, It is power. The electric part of the vehicle is powered by the gas-powered engine, but uh, certainly does cut back on having to buy gas more often. Free for All Friday, Jane for Libby and Louise in Toronto. Go ahead. Now that companies are making it mandatory to get vaccines, just watch how fast the non-vaxxers are going to get vaccine. And that's my comment, and I'll hang up. Okay. Thank you, Louise. Yes. uh, The holdouts, uh, what will motivate them to get vaccinated? I mean, clearly they can see we've all been getting vaccines since uh, early in the year. They started giving up vaccines in Canada toward the end of last year, actually. Uh, Many of us uh, got our first vaccines back in March, April. Uh, None of us, you know, has had any side effects. There were those very extreme side effects related to uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine, but those were few and far between. Uh, Otherwise, people are alive and well, and they are fighting off COVID because they have the immunity with the vaccine. Why would you gamble with your life and not get vaccinated? And yet there are 800,000, 800,000 people, 50 and over in this province who have yet to get a first dose of vaccine. Mind-blowing. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Jennifer in Toronto, you're up next. What's on your mind? Jennifer, hi, you're on the air. Hi, I just wanted to say that I had been a supporter of Prime Minister Trudeau and was going to vote for him in the next election. But um, the fact that he's called it early in the middle of so many crises uh, in our own country and around the world, particularly in Afghanistan, has made me totally change my mind. It just shows me how much of his self-interest is above anything else. And I just I will not be voting for the Liberal Party this year. I just don't know who I'll be voting for yet, but uh, I've been a true supporter of his, and he's totally turned me off. Jennifer, uh, what is your riding? Do you mind telling us? I'm in the beaches. Okay. Uh, so that riding has gone NDP in the past. Yeah. So the, the race is on between the NDP and the Liberals in that riding this time. Yes. You know, it's interesting. I wonder, a lot of people are feeling like you in the early part of the campaign. I wonder if, you know, it's it's easy to say at the beginning, I'm going to change my vote, but maybe in the end, you'll do what what feels safest to you, which is the way you've always voted. Or or do you feel like that's it? You're you're not going back on this decision? No, I, I definitely will not. I just I'm just so 
disappointed. I don't know who the people are that provided him with the information that this would be a great time to call the election. But I think they really are way out of touch with reality, whoever his uh, advisors are. Jennifer, thank you for calling. Okay, thanks. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, If a couple of weeks ago, Justin Trudeau had said, listen, I mean, I know the election machine is already rolling. It's in gear, but we've got too many things happening. We've got the fourth wave, which we weren't anticipating. We have this crisis in Afghanistan. I'm going to wait until at least the spring uh, to call an election unless, you know, the other parties decided to bring him down first. I think that the the Canadian populace would have been behind him. I think that would have done untold good things for his popularity, if if he's looking to increase his popularity. I think that would have gone a long way, but he didn't do that. He went through with the the plan that was decided on much earlier, and as a result, you have many angry Canadians. 416-360-0740-1866-744-740. Free for all Friday. Jane for Libby, Zoomer Radio. Let's go to Murray in Malton. Murray, what are you talking about today? Hi, Jane. Uh, I tried to get in yesterday when you had uh, doctors on, but uh, I talked to a guy every now and again who uh, had the virus uh, last year. Now, he he thinks that he doesn't need to get the, the, the shot at all. He thinks his immune system was strong enough to fight it off the first time. It's good enough to do it again. Yeah, I've, I've heard that as well, that people think that they're strong and that they're healthy and that they don't need the vaccine. That is a thought process that is out there. It's not exactly an anti-vax sentiment. It's more just, I'm going to let my own immune system deal with this. But, uh, you know, what do you say to him? I'm curious what you say to him, Murray, when he, when he talks this way. Well, I, I told him, I said, you got grandkids, you're my age, right? I said, uh, if you're asymptomatic you're still passing it on to your grandkids right so and he said well even with the vaccine you're still you still could be asymptomatic so what's the difference yeah, it's they'll use any excuse, right? Well, it's yeah. good. That, it's good that you tried to reason with him calmly because I think that's what we have to do with our friends who have yet to get vaccinated. Yes, but I'd like to hear from a doctor like, uh, you know, I know nurses and doctors do listen to your show. A couple of nurses have called in. All right. I'm hoping somebody will answer that question for me today. Okay, thank you. Thanks for putting that out there, Murray. Have a nice weekend. You too. Bye. Let's go to Mac in Hamilton. Hi, Mac. What's on your mind? Very quick question. The government of Trudeau should have a legislation passed saying, by this time, if everybody is not registered to get the uh, injections, you get sick at your own risk. OHIP will not cover you. Let them get their first bill when they get sick and go to the hospital. Well, we did talk about that. We addressed that with Dr. Alon Baseman yesterday. And, you know, that as much as that's a kind of a visceral feeling, we as Canadians, we believe in treating each other for any kind of medical conditions that we have. I mean, you don't blame a smoker for smoking for 40 years and say they have to pay for their own treatment, right? This thing is so prevalent. I'll give you a very quick example of a friend of mine who's got two PhDs. He is totally opposed to getting any inoculation. His granddaughter, he didn't even encourage his grandchildren to get it done. His granddaughter caught it. She's a sick kids hospital in Toronto. Really? And yes, all everybody said to them, get yourselves inoculated. They said, oh, no, we are healthy. We are healthy. And when you 
running to them on the street. They're all talking to everybody else. She's in the hospital in critical condition. What a shame. And, and now his attitude has changed. Okay, well, that's good, but it took a family crisis. Correct. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Mac, we need to hear more of those stories. Thank you for calling in. I mean, I think that the unvaccinated need to hear these stories of people ending up in, in the ICU. We had, um, I believe her name was Crystal yesterday, called in talking about her uncle who is in a coma with COVID. He refused to get vaccinated. And, you know, I, she doesn't know if he will survive. It doesn't look likely. But these are the kinds of stories our panel of doctors were saying yesterday that people need to hear. They need to hear this firsthand experience, uh, not so much to scare them into getting the shots, but to motivate them to do the right thing for themselves and their communities. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-744-740, free for all Friday here on Zoomer Radio. Let's go to Tony in Brampton. Tony, Hi. go ahead. Hi, Jane. Yes, I'm a senior and I'm not on the Internet. How am I supposed to get a mail-in ballot? Okay, I can give you the number for Elections Canada. Okay, just a minute. Okay. Let me get my piece of paper here. That's good. It'll give others uh, the same time to get a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen. Okay, I've got a a paper and pencil. Okay, so the number for Elections Canada is 1-800-463-6868. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, and have you decided how you're going to vote, Tony? Uh, definitely not liberal. Not liberal. Do Would you normally have voted liberal or? Uh... No, no, I think I vote the NDP. Okay. And and you're in Brampton. In Brampton, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for doing your civic duty and uh, good luck with getting your mail-in ballot. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Let's go to Steve in Bolton. Steve, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Hi. You're on the air, Steve. Oh, yeah. I was just, I was calling in to say, the reason we're having an election is because we have to get things done right now. And on the world stage, it doesn't look good that everything we do, we can't pass. We have to ask other parties that aren't in power for what we want to do. So in businesses, is making like Moderna coming and all these companies. We've got to put a government together here that's a stable one to do this kind of work. That's what it is in business. So you, you agree with the elections call at this point? Oh, I agree that we have to, we can't be going around uh, for the last couple of years like we have worrying what, what's going to say here, what's going to say there. There's just too many things to do. And as far as Afghanistan, look at Afghanistan. The Russians got out of there 20 years ago and lost a million people. You know, it just goes on and on. This is the world we're living in today. It goes on and on, yes. To stable up our government is one of the reasons why we had the election. And and we we all globally need to to pray and hope that uh, the Taliban doesn't harbor another Osama bin Laden. Of course, but this is going to happen anywhere. But to people come on the radio and say that they're, uh, they don't feel Canadian because we left them out, we left there. No, we didn't leave nobody nowhere. We did what we could. And we're going to try and do more that we can. And we will be a humanitarian people that, as it goes. Well, we always have. And everybody's yeah. saying that we're, whoa, we've done this, we've done that. We're not like that. No, you're right. We've been very humanitarian oriented as Canadians. You're absolutely right. Steve, well, thanks. Thanks for your comments. 
Have a nice weekend. Okay, we need to take a quick break here, pay some bills at Zoomer Radio, and then get back to fight back in your phone calls. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.